this. If somebody says, but you don't know, you're right. I don't mm -hmm. need to know. We know the principle is true no matter what you've mm -hmm. gone through, right? That like being weak is really being strong mm -hmm. because the worldly strength gets us nowhere. So it don't matter. Mm -hmm. If somebody wants to push back against that, then yeah. they just want to stay, they want to stay weak. Oh man, good morning. Welcome to another episode of Bumper Sticker Faith. Uh, my name is Lewis Dooley. This is my brother Sam Keith. And um, how you doing, brother? I'm good. I you really good? I like your hat. Your oh man, hat. thanks, man. I picked this up in Montana. 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 Out in the woods, man. Up in I don't the think I've ever been to Montana. I've and been almost every other place in the U.S., but not man Montana. Man, it's beautiful, man. The yeah. mountains, the water, like it's amazing, man. If you like fishing, yeah, they got the Madison River. That's Probably maybe one of the um, best rivers in the country mm. that people want to come fly fish for trout. Wow. So, Name, named after James Madison? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, no didn't, look at, I didn't look at the history of it, <laughs> but it was cool being out on the boat um, through the different seasons. We had a little fall yeah. weather, summer weather. Like, yeah, it was cool. It was great out there. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, um, man, thank you guys for oh, tuning yeah. in again to another episode. <laughs> what we got on tap for today? I want to talk about... Weakness. Weakness? Why weakness? I don't know. Just Damn. weakness. I, I've been feeling weak all the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. Haven't you? Ha hasn't hasn't everyone? Yeah, I definitely have moments of weakness for sure. Yeah. No, no weakness is, um, I just think it's a, a valuable thing for us to, to kick around for, for people to um, realize how much, well, a couple weeks ago we talked about the theologian of glory versus the theologian of the cross mm -hmm. and the theologian of glory is all just all about self-promotion self-strength depending on yourself and your own uh, identity project and righteousness you've got but the theologian of the cross recognizes the role of weakness and so I, I just been thinking more about weakness and thought it'd be um, uh, very beneficial to kick around so what is weakness what does it mean to be weak I was um, my mind goes to etymologies first. <laughs> so the etymology, the origin of the word weak comes from uh, the uh, Proto-Indo-European root word, whatever that means. And the word is weak, W-E-I-K. How would that be mm. pronounced? Wake? Yeah, I don't know. W-E-I-K, -E but it means to bend. Okay, okay. So something that's weak is Bendable, bendable, yeah. I guess that's what it sounds like. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though, to me. Yeah. So maybe like you're using some kind of a tool, and if it's a, a weak tool, it it won't stay the way you want it to. It'll, it'll bend, and maybe maybe you won't like that. Maybe it yeah. won't work. Yeah. Okay. And then Webster's Dictionary. Um, I didn't like these definitions because it like didn't tell me anything. It just said lack of strength. Yeah. It's like duh. Yeah. And then and then the quality or state of being weak. Hmm. But then the third definition in Webster's, which, ooh, this gets me going too, is fault or defect. Mm. So something is weak, it's a, it has a fault or a defect. Mm. Okay. And, um, and, and yes, that's true, but uh, I think where we're 
going today. We want to see how that um, how weakness can be can actually become a strength. Mm-hmm. All right. So weakness is like inadequacy, inability, bendability. So what are some forms of weakness? Man, the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of weakness, mm-hmm. I think of like you know lack of strength, so physical weakness, and then I think about mental. You yeah. know, the mind, like the mental weakness that a person may have, whether it be something like a mind like problem, something that a person has mm-hmm. like physically that that um, doesn't give them the ability to use their brain, um, you know, because of a, a defect or something like that. Or just being like weak minded, like yeah. you'll fall for anything. You know, somebody yeah. can tell you yeah. it's, it's raining. They say, man, it's, it's raining, but really the dog's peeing on your leg. You know, <laughs> like they're mentally weak where they'll just believe anything. So that's what comes to my mind. <laughs> weak sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be another one. Uh, yeah, and those things definitely affect people. Uh, being weak physically, your sense of that, especially as you get older and things yeah. start to de- degenerate and knees are hurting, back is hurting, mind doesn't work as well. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a pretty bad situation there. Emotional weakness, that's one that I recognize too. Okay. Uh, you have um, um, times when I don't react emotionally the way I should or, or maybe I overreact or yeah, or may, maybe... Um, Someone will ask how, how I'm feeling, and I'm like, I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are like an emotional weakness at times. Or um, how about weakness in will? Hmm. Like volition, like I shouldn't eat this uh, muffin, but... But I, it looks good, it smells good, <laughs> just, it's going to taste good. Yeah. Yeah, that would, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking at this list here that you put together, man. There's so many good things on here, mm-hmm. like social weakness, financial weakness, mm-hmm. friend weakness, um, appearance weakness, uh, job, career weakness. Like, weakness can find itself yeah. in, like, almost every area of our lives. Reputation. Yeah, yeah. Kind but, of a weak but, reputation. Yeah, for me, like, what, 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 what does those things, what do those things stem from? You know, like, what... What's the causing of these weaknesses? You know, physical weakness could be either just your lack of like working out. Yeah. You know, but everybody has muscle, you know, and that's where mm-hmm. our physical strength comes from. Um, but some of these things are more, way deeper than mm-hmm. just the physical. You and know? who says what's weak and what's not weak? Yeah. Who you know, like it? you may look at yourself, your appearance, and think you're on the weak side, but, you know, who's making those definitions of what's a, yeah. what's a, what's a strength? No, you're right. And so even in the mental, like you could be mentally strong in one area and weak in another area. Yeah. So that's this, true. This stuff runs through almost every facet of, of things that we do in life. And I think everybody has strengths and everybody mm-hmm. has weaknesses. And we probably dwell way more on the weaknesses or those stand out more. Yeah. You us. know, it's, it's funny because I sit here and think I'm reminded of years ago, um, like in the workforce where I remember reading an article in a magazine where, and this was a long time ago, mm-hmm. like in the nineties where some CEO or some really smart person figured out that in the company where you have a lot of employees it's this, instead of this mindset of whatever weaknesses the employees have helped them get strong mm-hmm. to change that and say, Hey, the people where you're strong we want you only working in those areas mm-hmm. and getting stronger. In the areas you're weak, we don't want you working in those mm-hmm. areas. We want to find people that that's their strength, mm-hmm. and then we plug them in. Mm-hmm. So that way people are operating almost at their full mm-hmm. capacity, and they feel good, and they yeah. feel energized because yeah. it's something they're strong in. It's kind of like, you know, I like playing softball, but I don't play soccer. 
mm-hmm. and it's a sport. But like to have me go play soccer, you know, would be difficult because my endurance isn't like you need to be mm-hmm. for soccer running, conditioning, um, kicking the ball. I have no technique or mm-hmm. understanding of how to kick the ball and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that would be operating in a huge weakness, and it wouldn't be yeah. fun. I wouldn't even want to do it. But but give me a glove or give me a bat and a ball coming at me, and it's like I'm not even working. Yeah. So. Mm. So. So what you're saying is is that there's certain not we're not strong in every area and right. you're not weak in every area either. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. And I think in this day and age it's it's especially um we're we're especially prone to falling into the uh I don't know, self pity trap because yeah. we're able to display through the internet, through communication devices, um our strengths. One one person is able to display their strengths, and then suddenly, you get. Let's say you, you're you have interactions with 500 people online, mm-hmm. or even 100. You're getting 100 different um, strength sets coming at you, yep. and maybe by looking at those, you assume that everybody has all of those, but that's just not true. Yeah, and I and I come from a background where it's kind of, you know, that whole phrase, you know, only the strong survive. Yeah. And so you try to find people's weaknesses and exploit them. Hmm. And so, you know, that's that's always been like kind of my way of living, mm-hmm. you know, from growing up to then going to prison. It just going to prison was just an extenuation of like where I came from mm-hmm. growing up in the streets. And uh, you never wanted to display any weaknesses mm-hmm. because people will exploit them mm-hmm. and it can cost you in you know various ways it can cost you for being weak Mm -hmm. and so you never want to show a person any sign of weakness so they will leave you alone and not try to pick on you or try Mm -hmm. to take something from you so it's 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 difficult to not operate with that mindset because it's a it's a survival mindset and that's not just from where you grew up i mean i see that translating into every kind of culture out there today in every life like don't let people know where you're bendable so they don't break you you don't want to display that so they don't take advantage of you i see that yeah Yeah, i see that everywhere old deodorant commercial never let them see you sweat (laughs) you know it's like don't (laughs) let people see you sweat don't let people see you be weak you know and and for me like the bible and christianity like flips that Mm -hmm. like it does many worldly traditions and, and adages you know where when you see one who is weak, then you help them. You don't exploit mm. them and make fun of them and try to take advantage of them. Mm. You know, and that's what Jesus did. Like he saw people who were blind, yeah. who were lame, yeah. who were demon possessed. Right? They were in a weakened state mm. mentally, psychologically, physically, and he came to want to heal those weaknesses yeah. so that they wouldn't be a part of their life anymore. Yeah. So that they can live in the fullness of what God had for them. Yeah. And I think that's the model that he set forth for us today so now when we see one that's weak we don't a want to make fun of them Mm -hmm. b we don't want to turn away from them Mm -hmm. so we might feel like well i'm not gonna make fun of them but i'm not gonna help them Mm -hmm. you know and it's like well is that Mm christ-like you know should we not try to help a person when they're in a weakened Mm -hmm. state because we all can find ourselves in that state and pride will um cause us to not mm-hmm. want to let people see that mm-hmm. you know and so that's that's one thing i wrestle with from time to time is is the pride of you know i am weak or something's not right but you put the face on right mm-hmm. you know so that people don't know 
Um, but actually, like you're smiling outside, but crying on yeah. the inside. Why do we put the face on? Well, for me, I would say pride. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want people to think I'm weak. Okay. You know, I'm sure there's other yeah. reasons, but you yeah. know, what do you think? Yeah, for me, I think it's because I put the face on <laughs> all, all the time. I try not to uh, these days uh, as much, but yeah, I don't want people to see that that I'm weak, that I have vulnerabilities, that I'm a human, mm-hmm. right? That I'm just made of dust. Uh, we want to p- kind of project that we have it together. I want to project that I have it together. Mm-hmm. I can be trusted and 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 so forth. And uh, what do you think that? the church's typical response to weaknesses today because like i just said all that from the vantage point of of being in the church because mm-hmm. i i think i'm especially uh apt to display a false uh, strength in christian circles mm-hmm. more so than in other circles which is is weird because you you, you would think that you could be or more real, more authentic in the church. Yeah, well, to me, the the church folks they have, and I and I'll just speak for me. I have an expectation of someone who is in Christ that I don't have for someone that's not. Mm-hmm. And so, when I flip that around and I'm putting the face on amongst my Christian peers, especially me being in ministry, if I'm appearing weak, then my mind tells me that people's perception is going to be, oh, because Lewis is weak, mm. then the ministry's weak. The mm-hmm. ministry's failing. Things aren't going well. Yep. So for me, putting the face on to not send a message to people that most times isn't even true. Mm. You know, just because I'm weak doesn't mean the ministry's weak. Yeah, the yeah, ministry could yeah. be, I mean, and that's actually what's yeah. been going on in my life, you know, currently the last, you know, several months. Mm-hmm. Ministry's been going great, but I myself have been battling yeah. some things, and I felt beaten down and felt weak. Mm-hmm. And I've put the face on for the most part because I don't want people mm-hmm. to think that you know the ministry's failed yeah. and it's weak as I well. Get that. And that can cause the, in a lot of areas. Yeah, I mean, then our mind snowballs with it out of fear. Like I, I've been there too, where mm-hmm. like I have issues in my life, struggles, but you don't want to admit to it because I'm a pastor. I I'm supposed to have everything mm-hmm. together, and if they look and see these weaknesses, then the ministry must be in trouble. Something yep. must be in trouble. And so then they'll, then money is taken away or then support is taken away, resources mm-hmm. are taken away, and then you're left out there. So you kind of got to fake it. Yep. And uh, But that's not good. That's, <laughs> that's not, not healthy. It's not authentic. It's not healthy at all. I contrast that. As you're saying that, I was thinking of um, the way David reacted, the King David reacted to the exact opposite to a fault when uh, his son Absalom was coming after him, trying to take his kingdom, and they finally got Absalom and they killed him. And David mourns. <laughs> like He um, displays weakness, basically. Mm-hmm. And like I said, almost to a fault because he kept mourning and mourning and mourning. And finally, the people are like, hey, David, you, you all right? And some of his advisors were saying, you, you ha- have to come out and appear strong to give the people some confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, but David reacted... He, I mean, he really leaned into that weakness. Yeah, I think in leadership, you know, I think there, I don't know how to put it, but I kind of feel like in leadership, there's got to be some exceptions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when people trust you and you're leading them, 
one, you got to be honest, right? Mm -hmm. Um, A good leader will be at least. But I think that there's some things that you don't want the people following to see because, I don't know. I mean, I can't think of an example, but I, I, I feel like, and I could be wrong, you know, but it just seems like that there are some things that, they shouldn't be privy to or yeah. exposed to. Yeah. Um, you have to do the work as a leader and work on yourself and try to constantly, every day, be helping yourself. Yeah, um, yeah. But you can't fall into, like, honesty is the through line. Like, that's the thing you have to follow that'll keep you on the path. Because if you're not being honest, I mean, if you are struggling in an area, well, maybe be honest about that, but work on it and but you you don't want to lie about how you're doing either yeah uh yeah yeah it's tough you know i'm 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 a person that usually if somebody asks me how i'm doing or check in on me or something like that i usually like give them the goods Hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean and and a lot of times i think what what are those goods the bads yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. i I tell them what's really going on yeah i drop i drop some stuff on them and and i don't think that's what they're looking for so I've learned to um, pick and choose who I drop the goods on, so to speak, <laughs> because everybody can't handle it, or maybe I shouldn't even like give them that much mm. information. But I, I, I just feel like I want to be, tra- you know, when I'm not transparent, I feel like I'm lying, mm. and if I'm lying, I'm sinning, mm. you know. And some people might say, "Well, it's not a lie; it's just," and it's like, "Well, you know what? For me, it is." Yeah. And if it's for, if yeah. it's sin to me, then it's sin. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you if you do it that you mm-hmm. sin but for me it is. And so, um, I I don't mind sharing because I also have learned that prayer is a, a very powerful tool, mm-hmm. if not the most powerful tool that we have um, in this life with Christ. Mm-hmm. And to, to give people what's real in hopes that they'll pray for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the biggest thing that somebody yeah. can do yeah. is to pray to help me have the strength, you know, and yeah. not be weak. Yeah. to overcome whatever situation that I'm in. And so um, I like being transparent. And, you know, I've had people tell me they like that. And, I, mm-hmm. and I, I would like a leader. You know, to me, when I look at leaders that you see no spot and no blemish, mm-hmm. for me, it makes me think they putting a face on mm-hmm. They got to be because you're yeah. a human just like yeah. me. And I know you got stuff. And I'm not saying you got to give everybody all the goods and tell mm-hmm. them all the, the bad stuff. But I think for someone to share those things from time to time, it's very people helpful. can appreciate yep. that because now you become real to them. Yeah. I was thinking about um, God become becoming flesh in Jesus. Like that's he was leading with weakness. Mm-hmm. He became a man. Yes. Like he mm-hmm. when he stepped out onto the world stage, it was a vulnerable baby who needed to be dependent on his mother for like mm-hmm. for like the yep. <laughs> as an infant all the way up to childhood. I mean, he entered weak with yep. flesh. Yep. And even then throughout the Gospels, as we've read before, he was constantly making reference to his weakness. I'm thirsty. I need to rest. I need to get away. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. You know, all these things. He, he, was, he was real about uh, his weakness. He didn't, Jesus never pretended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. He, he never he pretended. Real. Yeah. yeah. It's just he didn't have any weaknesses. You know, people people try to expose what they thought was a weakness mm-hmm. in him, but he had none. So mm-hmm. that's one thing, other than what you mentioned, which Greg never even thought about that. 
you know, by him becoming he, weak in a yeah. sense by coming to be born. A I mean, man. the doctrine is called the humiliation of Christ. Yeah, where yeah. he became became yeah. human. And I guess we saw when Satan tempted Jesus. Yeah. You know, trying to appeal to what he thought was a weakness, but we see that it, that wasn't the case um, for Christ. Um, so we never really <laughs> get to see him in a Excuse weakness, me. but it's understandable because it was God in flesh. Um, but we definitely see a lot of weaknesses in people and everyone that pretty much Jesus encountered, whether it be the Pharisees, whether it be mm -hmm. the disciples' weaknesses of lack of faith or misunderstanding what Jesus mm -hmm. said and just not getting it. Like we see weakness all around Jesus. And I guess in a sense, his perfection and lack of weakness shined a light around everyone else's weakness yeah. so that we could see it. And yeah. I think that's true today with us when we get in the word of God yeah. and we read what it says to us. It exposes weaknesses, yeah. sin yeah. in our lives so that we can deal with those yeah. situations. So like in the Garden of Gethsemane when they're arresting uh, Jesus, Peter gets out his sword, you know, yeah. in this yeah. great d display of strength. You yeah. know, I'm going to and Jesus is like, put that away. Yeah. Who, who is weak and who is strong there? The guy thrown around the sword or the guy uh, being willing to accept God's will. Yeah, you know, it's the brave heart complex, yeah. you know. Everybody wants to deal with stuff with a sword, yeah. you know, and, you know. So a uh, great passage in Scripture that I want to camp out on a little bit is 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Okay. And this is the Apostle Paul where he really goes into weakness and his own weakness. And it comes in, the, in a book written to the Corinthians, where or the, the city of Corinth, there were, uh, the Corinthians people were really, um, they really had, um, what, uh, power complexes? Like they were, they, they had all kind of stuff. They had all kind of issues going around. And, <laughs> they, were, and they were uh, discounting Paul and his ministry because uh, they were going after the front runners and they wanted these strong leaders and that. And they, they were like basically saying to Paul, Paul, why don't you just um, show us your resume, you know, all the, th all the great things you've done, who you are, and then, then we'll trust in you more. But Paul, he wouldn't have any of that. And in fact, in the letter, he goes on to display his weaknesses and talk about all the bad stuff that's happened to him, all the ways he's suffer suffered, his failures and that, his struggles, and uh, he won't boast in them. He refuses to boast in the kind of strength that the Corinthians were putting their trust in in order that the gospel can would be clear to them. So in, in this chapter, um, Paul says, I must go on boasting, though mm -hmm. there is nothing to be gained by it. He's kind of being tongue-in-cheek here. Mm -hmm. I'll go on to visions and revelations of the Lord. And now he's talking about himself here, but he says, I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven, whether in the body or out of the body, I don't know. God knows. And I know this man was caught up into paradise, uh, whether in the body or out, I don't know. God knows. And he heard things that cannot be told, which a man may not utter. On behalf of this man, I will boast, but on my own behalf, I will not boast except in weaknesses. So he's saying, I have this story of this guy who's really him. And you want to talk about spiritual experiences. I went to heaven somehow and I heard things that no one's ever heard before. Mm -hmm. And I have something that I could uh, really lead with, but I'm not going to do it. The only thing I'll boast about is my weaknesses. Um, 
And then verse 6, Though if I should wish to boast, I would not be a fool, for I would be speaking the truth. But if I refrain from it, so that no one will think more of me than he sees in me or hears from me. He doesn't want anyone to think more of him than they should. Mm-hmm. Then what would be helpful? So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of these revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Mm-hmm. And then three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that he should, that it should leave me. But he said, but God said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So stop there. <laughs> Summarize what's going on here. Man, I mean, Paul is is he has a, a <clears throat> he has an issue going on, you know, that that he doesn't want. You know, mm-hmm. and it's causing weakness, whether it's a physical spiritual thing, is it's causing him weakness, it's something he doesn't like, he's wrestling with it. And he says, I pleaded to the Lord three times, like take this away, God. Yeah. You know, and I can think of many people over the years who've either take me out of prison, God, or take this sickness away from mm-hmm. me, or you know all these things that people don't like. Take this um, small paycheck away from me and give me a bigger paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know all these different things mm-hmm. we want from God, and and God, you know, He says, "My grace is sufficient for mm-hmm. you." You know, like what I've given you already is all you need. Mm-hmm. You know, so get out of the flesh. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that's what I hear right here is, you know, there's some fleshly thing that's tormenting you. And your focus is on it instead of the grace that I've already done in your life. So, mm-hmm. Paul, look back. Mm-hmm. Look back of what I brought you through. Um, and I'm going to be the same yeah. God that continues to take you through these things. And my grace is sufficient. I'm, I'm not taking this away. Yeah. You know, and maybe he needed that. Yeah. You know, he said he, you know, needed a thorn in the flesh. Yeah. That, the that, King James says to buffet me. Yeah. And I love that. There's a thorn in the flesh to buffet me. You know, and he's saying that because he had all these great revelations and these great spiritual experiences. But God's like, hold on, uh, I better put a th- send. I better send Satan to him or a messenger of Satan to knock him down a few pegs, mm-hmm. basically to buffet him. Keep him humble. Keep him humble. Yeah. yeah keep him focused yeah. on the real thing. Yeah. Which is Christ and not all these exterior things. And I know for me, like that's. That's a huge thing for me, man. I can drift off so easily and have my eyes focused on tangible things, mm-hmm. on on lifestyles that other people have, uh, on perfect marriages, perfect mm-hmm. relationships with children that you see and you think they're perfect. And I look at my life and I think, man, I ain't got none of that. You mm-hmm. know, instead of saying, thank you, God, because I do have a wife. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. I, I got a son some people can't have kids Mm -hmm. or maybe they have a a horrendous relationship it's Mm -hmm. like man i got thought i had problems i ain't got nothing compared to Mm -hmm. this dude you know so it's like being thankful for what i do have and be focused on that Mm -hmm. instead of focused on trying to have something else because if god got that for me then god got that for me Mm -hmm. and if he don't then i need to be happy with him whether Mm -hmm. he does or he doesn't Mm -hmm. i see this as um not I see it as a qualitative difference rather than a quantitative difference. So when, like you said too, this will lead us closer to God. So like when we say, um, I, when we confess, I have this weakness and I embrace the weakness, half of us, maybe more than half, is probably expecting, okay, now that I've embraced my weakness, 
now maybe God will give it to like me. Like some psychology or something. Yeah, right? yeah. So okay, like, God, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay but, with but it. But really, any minute now, I'm ready for you to still take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm poor, mm-hmm. so if I accept my poverty, and maybe God will give me a million bucks. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Or I'm really weak physically, so if I accept this, then God will reciprocate by making me a muscle man or something. <laughs> yeah. But that would be a, a quantitative difference. The kind of thing, the kind of strength here that... Paul is talking about is a qualitative difference that you get uh, only by being in proximity, by being closest to God. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're weak, and um, and God draws you closer to Him and gives you something completely of a different nature. He gives you more of Himself. Now, there's a great poem by uh, George Herbert who wrote, I don't know, 500 years ago that um that i want to share but real quick before you share it you know i love i'm I'm this is the nasb version of the bible that i have the new american standard and in verse nine the second part paul goes most gladly therefore Mm -hmm. i will rather boast about my weakness so that the power of christ may dwell in me Mm -hmm. and i I love that because you know it's not the norm in my experience that when a person is going through something that is, you know, catastrophic. Mm-hmm. And whether it's not to me and it is and them doesn't matter. How they can say, man, I'm still making it. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? This cancer ain't going to kick my butt. Mm-hmm. This this job firing is not going to be the end of mm-hmm. me. You know, I'm still going to keep my gaze mm-hmm. on Christ. You know, and that's, that's true strength right there. Not mm-hmm. to be, like, taken off somewhere and... and you know, digging a hole in the ground and sticking your head in it, mm-hmm. you know, and having a pity party for yourself because some, you know, serious things have happened. But to say I'm staying the course, mm-hmm. I'm staying focused on Christ, and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to boast about this weakness. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, man, look what I got going on, but look what God mm-hmm. is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's not really about us. Yeah. It's really about Christ in us. And to demonstrate that to other people, which I haven't seen a lot, but I have seen, Man, the strength and the faith mm-hmm. that a person like that has has inspired me. Yeah. So that when I'm going through situations and and it's a reminder to me right now, this very moment, mm-hmm. that that when things aren't right, focus more on Christ mm-hmm. and tell others mm-hmm. the victory that I'm having, even though I'm going through the thing, mm-hmm. because that can give them strength. Yeah. You know, when they go through something. I like how you pointed out that the power of Christ may rest on me. That's that qualitatively different thing. Like I'm looking at you and your situation, whatever that is, and and I know full well, like he's weak here, he's lacking here, but there's this power that I see that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. That's not from him. Yeah. That's not from this situation, but it's it's extra. It's this alien power that Christ <laughs> yeah. gives, right? I like the alien power. That's cool. Yeah, the <laughs> alien strength. Yeah, the that's what it, that's what it is. It's an alien strength. Yeah, it's not. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not like we said before. It's not. I'm weak here, so God's going to reciprocate in the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. But no, He's given me a different thing. He's yeah. given me an alien strength. So my friend uh, George Herbert wrote this poem, I'm right. and I have my complete English works of George Herbert's poetry. You know, he wrote a while ago, and uh, you'll have to study this on your own. But I'll give you the the, the gist of it. He said. When God at first made man, having a glass of blessings standing by. So he made man, and you picture him with this glass full of all these blessings. He's going to pour over us, okay? He says, let us, said he, pour on him all we can. Let the world's riches, which dispersed lie, 
contract into a span. So all these great things that the world has to offer, I'm going to pile them all in here, put them in my glass, and dump them on humans. Mm -hmm. Give them all these things. So second stanza. So strength first made a way, poured strength on him. Then beauty flowed, then wisdom, honor, pleasure, all of those, beauty, power, Mm -hmm. wisdom. When almost all was out from his glass, God made a stay. So that means he's like, he stopped. He's like, hmm, there's one last thing in the glass. Perceiving that all of his treasure rest in the bottom lay. For if I should, said he, bestow this jewel on my creature. So he's talking about the last thing in the glass, this jewel of rest and kind of contentment. Mm. All right. So he looks at contentment in the bottom. He's like, this jewel, hmm, should I pour this on humans or not? He said, if I did this, he, humans, would adore his gifts instead of me and rest in nature, not the God of nature, so both should losers be. Mm. So God decides to keep back the gift of rest and contentment. Because if I gave this to him with all these other great things I've given to humans, mm. then they're just going to leave me completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just going to leave me completely. So last stanza. Yet let him keep the rest. Uh, that was a pun. Let him keep all the other gifts, just not the rest. Uh, but keep them with repining restlessness. Let him be rich and weary, that at least if goodness may lead him not, Yet weariness may toss him to my breast. Mm. Okay, that's the end of it. Now notice the, 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 the title is The Pulley. And the, the word pulley doesn't even appear in, mm. in the poem. Yeah. So, so you have to imagine this, okay? An old pulley um, where uh, you have workers working on something, like maybe they're building a house or something. Mm-hmm. And you have a pulley up here and you have two buckets, a rope with two buckets. And on one of the buckets, like if you load something, then automatically the other bucket rises. And if you Mm -hmm. load down this bucket, then Mm -hmm. that bucket rises. So when God's making humans, he's like filling our bucket with all these great things, like he said. Uh, Power, beauty, wisdom, honor, pleasure. And our bucket is going down and down and down and down and down. All right. But the, the only trouble is we're away from God now. Because God's up there. We're being led away. And God's like, hmm, I don't want them to go completely away from me. If I give them the last thing of contentment, they'll be lost. So I'm going to keep contentment and rest with me. And instead, on this other side, on this other bucket, what am I going to put in there? Weariness, (laughs) trouble, struggle, sorrow, and all these things in this other bucket Mm -hmm. that weigh down this side. And then what happens to the human side? We get pulled up closer to up to God. Mm -hmm. And so wow. that's how the weariness leads us to his breast, it says. Yeah, yeah. May toss him to my breast. Mm-hmm. And then notice, one last thing, that the w- word breast, where do you find rest? Herbert very cleverly hid the word rest in the word breast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though it's you know spelled differently. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But Herbert is saying that, that true rest and contentment and fulfillment is found in the heart of God. Mm. All right? Wow. So... So that that image to me of of true strength is the power of Christ resting in you. True strength is being close to God's heart. Whether you're bent or broken uh, in other areas, true strength is 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 being close to God. Mm-hmm. So I can 
I can be strong in all those areas that we mentioned mm-hmm. before, not by gaining those things, but by being close to by being close to God. So you mm-hmm. can be strong um, no matter what, in some sense. Yeah, this is this is good, man. Um, the play on play on words with like being we- being weak really is is a strength or leading me to strength. You know, it reminds mm-hmm. me of this um Lecrae song, <clears throat> "Being Broke Made Me Rich." You know, and it's yeah. like, how can being broke make yeah, somebody that's rich? It. Yep. Yeah, it's like being broke because you know being broke, and it's not talking about like being broken. It's like talking about like not having money, but. Mm-hmm. Like when I strip away all these worldly things mm-hmm. from myself, the things that keep me away from God, the things mm-hmm. in that bucket that mm-hmm. he gives us that aren't unholy or sinful mm-hmm. in and of themselves. But if we take our gaze away from Christ and put it on those things, now we're really broke. Mm-hmm. We're re- not really rich, but when we can yeah. sh- strip those things away or not focus on those things and focus on Christ, that's when we become rich because now those things don't have power over us. But Christ does because we yield ourselves to him and we walk in love mm-hmm. um, for him and in him. So, And true weakness <clears throat> is uh, being apart from God, just like true strength is being with God. Yep. So you could have all those things that you're pining after and that you want in this life. Yep. You could have all those things and be completely weak. Yeah, absolutely weak in the world's eyes. Yeah. Yep. Wow, man, that's, that's, yeah. some, that's some deep stuff. That's some deep stuff to yeah. ponder, you know, for yeah. real. Are, are you uh, are you weak enough to grow? And and like um, people may say, yeah, it's easy for you to talk or whatever. You, you don't you haven't experienced the losses I've experienced, or you, you don't know what it's like to hit rock bottom or live mm-hmm. with this condition or not. You know, we've been through some stuff. Yeah, and you it know? don't matter if we've been through that exact same thing or not. We all, like you said, been through yeah. some stuff, and so that that to me is a a posture of. <clears throat> excuse me, wanting to push back mm-hmm. against this. If somebody says, but you don't know, you're right. I don't mm-hmm. need to know. We know the principle is true no matter what you've mm-hmm. gone through, right? That like being weak is really being strong mm-hmm. because the worldly strength gets us nowhere. So it don't matter. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to push back against that, then yeah. they just want to stay, they want to stay weak. Yeah. So we'll just... F- Finish. I, I want to finish reading this uh, passage. He says, uh, "Therefore I will boast." This is uh, verse nine. Mm-hmm. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, calamities, all those things God puts in our in that other bucket. For when I am weak, then I am strong. That is just so powerful to meditate on mm. so what area that makes me think like what what areas are people that may watch or listen to this um, would be areas of weakness for them or or what they consider strength you know so it mm-hmm. might be a cool exercise to yeah. you know get a piece of paper and write strength and write weakness and then underneath write the things they feel like they're strong in the things mm-hmm. they feel like they're weak in <clears throat> and just examine those things. Mm-hmm. Maybe draw draw two mm-hmm. buckets with a pulley, <laughs> put some of the yeah ones and one one end and the other in the other bucket and see uh yeah, see and may, the potential. And, and maybe somebody that's gonna listen to this is going through something mm-hmm. in life, and you know they need to really think about where their focus is. 
You know, is it focused on Christ? Is it focused on other things? And mm-hmm. and if somebody is going through something, um, to just stay focused on Christ. Yeah. You know, and yeah. sometimes we're our own worst enemy, which mm-hmm. is true of me a lot of times. So sometimes I'm the creator and sustainer of my own problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and if I can just get out the way, yeah. then things can be made right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, so if God isn't going to, like he did with Paul, he didn't take away the thorn. If God's not going to take away that thorn or weakness from your life, how do you sit in it? How do you sit in the storm? Mm. That's a good question, man. I mean, I think situations like that um, is I I don't think what we're saying is to disregard this Mm -hmm. thing or these things and act as if it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. We're not saying that. Uh, We acknowledge it um, and we deal with it, you know, and and much like Paul, God told him, you you got this partner, Mm -hmm. like just staying with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so he got a direct answer from God. We may not. Right. And whether we do or we don't, I think our response should be the same as Paul's, you know, to to deal with it, to get to a place to where we can see the glory that's in this thing and what it's doing for us Mm -hmm. and be thanking God for it. And and again, like to share to others, I mean, to boast about something like you have to that's that's talking, that's telling Mm -hmm. people, you know, so I take it literal when he says I boast, I rather boast about my weakness. So the power of Christ may mm-hmm. dwell in me. It's like a testimony, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. active. It's not like I came through it. So it's the back end. Yeah. It's like I'm currently yeah. going through this situation. And this is what yeah. God is doing in my life, despite this horrific thing yeah. that I'm going through. And the opposite of boasting, to help clarify that word, the opposite of boasting is shame. Mm. So with shame, you want to hide those things. So yeah. that's why boasting is. Um, yeah, it's putting it out there. Putting it out there. Yeah, and being unashamed. Yeah. Being and unashamed. not to be prideful, but just to, and I, and I think another response is to be thankful. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's be thankful, man, because if we really believe in God and his sovereignty and that he loves us and he mm-hmm. wants what's best for us, then if it is um, some sickness, disease, or, or life taken away or life lost, mm-hmm. you know, we need to develop the belief and understanding that God knows what's best. Mm-hmm. And when we don't, and to grieve if yep. there needs to be a time yep. to grieve. To lament, yep. Yeah, to lament. But then it's a time to, to raise on up from that mm-hmm. and keep moving forward. And open up to other pe- people and bring others in on it. Mm, that, that's another step, you know, along yep. with prayer and all this. Lean on other people. Get man. some friends. Get some Get some people to share, to, yeah. care, to carry your burden. To carry your burden. Don't not be like, too prideful to yeah. do that. Not like Job's friends. <laughs> yeah, not like Job's <laughs> Find friends. Find some good, solid friends. So, man, this this good, Sam. Like, this, this is a blessing to me, you know, just I'm thinking about things in my life currently. And so maybe you got some mm-hmm. things in life that you've been dealing with and going through, and this could be helpful for you. And if so, man, we're, we're glad. You know, we are mm-hmm. we are glad. Um, If you know somebody that is going through something, man, maybe you passed some of this uh, on to them or have them take a listen to see what's going on. So, uh, man, we thank you again so much for tuning in on um, Bump Day. On Bump Day, yeah. On Bump Day. Um, if you want to um, learn more, um, you can go to YouTube, look up um, Bumper Sticker Faith, check us out there, see more episodes. Mm-hmm. If you want to contact us, you can contact us at bumperstickerfaith at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. Um, thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. See Peace. ya.